11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is DC United midfielder Chris Durkin. Chris, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Let's just go back. I know you're only 19, but how did you uh, get involved in soccer as a little kid? Yeah, so I have a pretty big um, soccer family just mm-hmm. in terms of the, the amount of love that my dad has for the game and you know he put a ball at my feet at a pretty young age around three and I remember you know just kicking the ball around in the kitchen with him uh super young and uh you know continuing to uh you know fall more and more in love with the game and it's always been around me and you know it continued on to my brother and uh yeah soccer has been a part of me for a really long time and I've learned you know so many things uh, from the sport for sure so how did uh your first team you were with is uh, Richmond Kickers, right? Like as a in your youth career. Yes. How did they discover you, or was that like a tryout thing, or how did how that go about? Yeah, so I uh, I was doing individual training. He was actually a Richmond Kickers uh, professional at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in the USL when it was just USL, and I was doing a lot of individual training with him, and you know would go to the professional matches and watch him play, and you know like the Kickers organization and seeing that pathway to. Um, becoming a professional and that's something I, I'm sure my parents saw as well but I thought the Richmond Kickers was the best for me it was close to home and you know a lot of my friends were also pretty quality players and that's where the best players were and the best coaches were I thought at that time and uh, it was a great you know first step for, for myself yeah definitely so did you go to like high school while you were playing yeah I went to high school I did high school it's a whole like mixture of things so I did my first freshman year at public school okay. and then I did the, the first half of my sophomore year online and doing DC United first team and then I went down to IMG for two semesters with the U17 um, uh, residency which is no longer uh, around and then I finished the last half of uh, or the, the full last year of my senior year of online again so I mean I've been bouncing around a while yeah. forever with high school so it was hard but I was able to finish it luckily and uh you know put that chapter of my life behind me yeah yeah I mean what was it like being a professional soccer player and being in high school so yeah it was really difficult because of, of all the travel that was required and yeah. you know sometimes when you finish practice and you're physically exhausted mentally exhausted you, the last thing you want to do is you know read about Shakespeare and stuff like that <laughs> so that was difficult but um uh, my parents made it uh, a priority to get it done, and uh, I did as well. And uh, I was really, really proud when I finished it because I knew that it, w- it wasn't going to be easy, but I tackled it, and it was a good feeling afterwards. Yeah, definitely. And uh, going back 
DC United signed you uh, 2016. You're you're 16 years old. So what what was that whole experience like, and and how did it like come about? I mean, I know like they're they're like affiliated with the Richmond Kickers, right? Yeah. So there was an affiliation with the Richmond Kickers, just with the USL at that time, but now they're mm-hmm. Loudon, obviously. So yeah, I went up when I was around 12 years old, starting to train with the U14 team, and then uh, you know kept moving on and up through there, and you know 14, 16, and then the 18s. And, you know, the, the first team staff and the academy directors, you know, liked how I was performing and they decided to move me up into the first team. And, uh, you know, they liked the level I was bringing at the first team and, you know, the mentality I brought, mm-hmm. um, the physicality I showed against, the, you know, the, the professional players, which not many academy players showed at that time. Uh, they, they decided to sign me and it was a club that I had grown up watching, you know, going to games at RFK Stadium. And, you know, I had a really big passion for the club and, um, a dream of signing for them so I was given the opportunity and I was really excited for it and put the pen to the paper in 2016 and now three years later um, you know I've got some, some pretty good minutes under my belt and um, mm-hmm. some really great experiences yeah definitely tell me about uh, what happened the day after you signed yeah so <laughs> uh, directly after the day I signed I uh, was put in the, uh, the starting 11 for the US Open Cup game against I believe Fort Lauderdale Strikers. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, talk about, you know, immersion right away. You know, I was, you know, challenged right away in a professional game in the U.S. Open Cup, um, which is when, you know, typically MLS teams put out some of their reserve players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was lucky to get that match so quickly, and I thought I actually did pretty well. Um, it was great to, uh, you know, the trust in the coaches to put me out there right away and the confidence in them, and I wanted to repay that back. and. It was, it was a great experience, I think, to get involved right away. And yeah. I'd already had professional games under my belt with, uh, you know, the Richmond kickers and stuff. But when you're with the team you're actually with and sign, it's a different mentality just because you know that this is the team that is mm-hmm. basically the one I signed for. This is the club I've been wanting to play for. And to actually get on the field with those guys is awesome and set up, you know, the future for, you know, the uh, 17 World Cup and all that stuff as well. Gotcha. Yeah, going in now going into 2018 was your first MLS league appearance. And then so what yeah. what was that experience like compared to the US Cup? Yeah, it was definitely even more nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it was our first match of the uh, 2018 season and we uh we had had like a lot of travel issues and we had traveled the, the the same day as the game because we our flights got canceled. So, you know, everybody was all, you know, a little bit scattered because Mm-hmm. Um, it was summertime and you know we get there and the game is a couple hours later and I knew I was on the bench for that game and I, to be honest I wasn't really expecting to get in so I remember warming up on the sideline you know just watching and you know uh, observing the, the level and trying to you know gather information about it and I remember hearing my name getting called and, you know uh, my stomach dropped and I was super mm-hmm. nervous and yeah. knew that this was now it was becoming, you know, really serious. This is, I'm actually a pro now. Once you're on the field, you know, it's, it's for real. And, uh, you know, now I had to get to work. And I remember the assistant coach giving me assignments on where to mark and stuff. And I, uh, I don't think I even remembered them when I got on the field. I was so nervous and thinking about getting onto the pitch. Mm-hmm. But I thought I got in and brought some good energy. And I think I had around 20 minutes on the field that, that night. And it was, it was a really awesome experience. And then, I continued to, you know, get appearances and 
got my first start against Columbus a couple games after that. So um, it was a quick immersion in the, the uh, 2018 season uh, with a few injuries, and I thought I, I took advantage of it, and it was a great, great learning experience that, that, that year. Yeah, I mean, you definitely been on the fast track, and and being only 19, like, what's it been like basically being with the one organization your whole, your young career right now? Uh, being with the one organization, you kind of understand, uh, you know, what's what's going on and what's happening and, you know, where you're standing and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel close to home. I know the supporters really well, and, and they know me really well. They I feel a different level of connection with the fans because, you know, I'm a homegrown mm-hmm. um, from around the area so they kind of understand me more and understand that understand them more so i think it's been the best way for me to develop at this young age and you know gather these professional minutes at, at a um you know pretty uh, competitive league mm-hmm. um where there's some some extremely talented players to learn from not only throughout the league but also um on dc united itself being able to get 1500 minutes in the 2018 season and I think uh, I'm not even sure how many this this year six starts. I think this year has been awesome. But you know, it's it's a roller coaster a development process. Understanding you know what it's like to be you know a sub and how how to bring your best mentally every day when uh, to to be ready when your name's called. And you know now I just recently picked up uh, an injury, one of my first injuries of, of my career, and uh, you know that's a whole other mental ball game in itself. So. I think the the first couple of years of you know professionals' career is all just you know understanding the mental side of it, really starting to get gather your feet and know and truly understand you know what's going on around you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, mental mental is a lot. And uh, what what was it like to score your first goal in April? That was awesome. That was really one of the the, the, the best memories I have as a, a professional soccer player so far, being able to score. Um, in, in Colorado, um, you know, celebrating with all the teammates, and it was scored against Tim Howard, somebody I grown up watching in, you know, World Cups and in the Premier League, and to be able to score on was kind of interesting and it felt ironic. Yeah. And uh, it was great. Um, my, I have some great teammates, and they really support support me, and were really happy to see me score. And it kind of took a little bit off my shoulders. And you know, you never really expect to score as a six. You and I, you should typically do more assisting, but uh, to get that that goal was, was awesome and uh, a great, uh, great feeling. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players. Well, how would you like to work with professional players one on one? Now you can with B Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com/bepro to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Now, going into the uh, national team, the U.S. national team, you've been on the team since uh, the U-17, and now you're on in between the U-20 and U-23. So what, what's that experience been like just putting on the USA jersey and representing your country? Yeah, it's been one of the biggest, uh, I think, blessings of my career so far, being involved with the national team and you know being able to represent you know not the name on the back of your jersey, but the badge, the country that you live in. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the U.S. is the best country in the world, and you know, what better way than to play soccer and represent in, you know, the U-17 World Cup and the U-20 World Cup and, you know, start in, the, in those games uh, has been such an amazing experience. And also, you know, being within the um, youth national team programs, I've been able to travel a lot uh, to different countries and play against different teams and understand different cultures and 
that's all been so, so amazing to uh, understand at a young age when not many people are, are able to travel as much as, as I've been able to. So I'm very thankful for that. And, you know, now with, you know, the transition between the U20s and 23s, the 23s, we have the Olympic qualifying coming up pretty soon. And we haven't qualified for the Olympics since, I believe, 2008. So that's a big thing on my list um, as a priority to, mm-hmm. you know, help the team and hopefully represent the United States at the Olympic stage. Um, I think that would be um, an extremely, extremely awesome opportunity. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I hope I can, um, you know, be a part of that team and uh, mm-hmm. keep working hard to um, to get into there. Definitely, definitely. And what, what would you say is the most important quality or skill that you feel has, has been the largest uh, contribution to your success as a pro? I think it's been the devotion to my craft. You know, I, I've understood at an early age what, you know, hard work is about and, you know, the mental side of, of remaining tough and, you know, understanding that sacrifices are being made for the bigger picture, which is, you know, my love for the game and I want to take it to the, to the highest level I can. And that requires a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifice, and uh, a lot of remaining focus in what I do. And I think that's set me apart is my mental game. And I, I think it's being tested more now than ever in the, at the professional level because everybody else is doing the exact same thing. So it's, it's been uh, something that set me apart in the youth game, but now in the pro game, it's, you know, requires even more. So yeah. um, I'm continuing to learn each and every day, um, you know, what, that, what that's about. Yeah, definitely. What do you think is the biggest mistake most pro players are making today? Um, the biggest mistake I think most pro players are making, um, I think it's similar to also what you know people in the club system and the academy system are making as well. Is you know, just because you're a pro doesn't mean you're you're fully developed or you you reached your pinnacle of where you can be. Mm-hmm. Well, what's provided in training all the time isn't necessarily what you need on the individual level and, uh, you know, with the ball at your feet. So even going above and beyond um, outside of trainings and focusing uh, on working more outside of it, um, just on yourself and in the gym, you know, we do gym sessions at DC, but maybe it's not completely what you, what you need. So you have to do more. So I think working smart, but doing more mm-hmm. to focus on yourself because, it's hard in a team environment to focus on the individual. So you have the responsibility to make sure that you cover all of your bases. You check all your boxes. That's something that a lot of people I don't think realize. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the people that do realize it, um, it sets them apart. What are, what are something that most people think is true about soccer that isn't? Quincy has said this before, but I think people think that a professional soccer player is day-to-day process is glamorous and, you know, it's easy, but a lot of it is, is hard work and, you know, very uh, repetitive, um, understanding, you know, the tactics going over teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff is, is, is not easy and it's not, um, you know, sometimes enjoyable, but you have to get it done. You have to be prepared each and every uh, week to, to play your opponent. And then once you get, you know, uh, take that team photo, get into the huddle and hear that whistle blow for the game to start, that's when the fun starts. And that's when all the things you've done that week are being tested and you get to show when you're at Audi Field, 20,000 fans, when you're at Atlanta United, 80,000 fans, you know, what you're made of. I think that is the fun part about uh, being a professional soccer player is playing the game. But during the week, you know, practice, you're grinding, you're working hard, and in the gym, working hard. And those are all, uh, you know, not glamorous 
Yeah, definitely. I think one thing that people don't realize at all is like the travel you guys do too. Yeah, that is very true as well. <laughs> that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. Like I just talked about with Orlando, we're traveling uh, on a two-hour flight the, the same day as the game. And so, yeah. you know, it gives a big advantage to the Orlando team for, you know, them being at, at home already. So yeah. it takes a lot out of you for sure. I think that even, you know, league veterans are still not used to it sometimes. So uh, I can only imagine, you know, what, you know, new players feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think anyone could ever get used to that if you're traveling the same day and then playing the same night. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and what what advice would you give to a young player trying to make that MLS or any pro soccer league? The advice I'd give them is to not compare yourself to um, other people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always in you know a different situation, a different circumstance. You can go at your own speed and you know climb to the top. It's not a race about how you finish and you know I think people get too stuck up in the moment and the now mm-hmm. and not you know seeing what the future can hold you know I think a lot of people you know on Instagram and on Twitter and all this stuff see you know all the the, the amazing things that people are doing but you know maybe they don't realize how hard they're working to get there so I think it's instead of focusing on what others are doing Focus on yourself each and every day to make sure that you're doing the most possible to, to get out of uh, yourself. Um, I think that's extremely important, and um, I think it, it um, provides a, a better mental health because if you're worried about what everybody else is doing, you tend to not care about yourself as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really important. For sure, for sure. You ready for some fun questions? Sure. All right, why do you wear uh, 21? I actually have a funny story about that. So I was given a choice of um, of numbers to wear, mm-hmm. like 14, 18, or 21. And we were really deciding, me and my mom and dad in the car on the ride to um, to RFK Stadium to sign the paper, my pro contract, and, you know, tell them my number. Mm-hmm. Um, so we drive into, into the RFK lot and security checks you before you get in. And for some odd, strange reason, the first thing the security guard says is 21. And we were like, what? <laughs> he just said the number 21 and then says, all right, you guys are good to go. We had no idea why he said 21 or anything, but he uh, he said 21. And we were like, all right, that's the number, I guess. And then also uh, my grandma who passed away, her birthday was on 21st. So that's an important number to me as well. So it was a good number and I think a funny story along with it. Yeah, definitely. That was a sign right there. Yeah. For sure. And what about if you weren't playing soccer, what do you think you'd be doing? Um, currently, I'd probably be a junior in college somewhere yeah. um, or a sophomore in college. But I think I would be trying to study more toward, you know, being an engineer or, uh, you know, my dad was in the, in the Air Force. And that's always been something that is, uh, you know, appealing to me. But obviously, I'm focused on soccer now, but mm-hmm. I think I have a really big respect for you know, everybody in the military and, you know, the mental state it, it requires. I think that was something that, you know, I was, uh, uh, that appealed to me. Gotcha. Do you, you feel like you missed out on anything like not going to college? Uh, no, I don't because I feel like I get my own fun and interesting experiences, uh, with, uh, you know, my teammates as well. So yeah. I'm definitely not missing out on much, I think. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, NCAA isn't too pleasant, so. 
You know yeah. how that goes. <laughs> What's your top favorite uh, movies of all time? Um, I love um, the other guys with uh, Mark Wahlberg and um, Will Ferrell. Okay, yeah. Uh, that the movie is hilarious, <laughs> and also uh, on like a more serious movie, uh, Shutter Island with Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, that one was was really good. I think those are my top two. All right, I'll take it. And what last one? What who's one player that you want to do a jersey exchange with? I, I was too late for this, but um, I really wish I could have done a jersey exchange with uh, with David Beckham. He was like my idol growing up, and you know, like the uh, the way he you know hit long balls, his you know uh, the way he dressed, his haircut. And I was always trying to copy all that stuff. So I wish I could have been a couple of years earlier in the MLS to trade with him when he was playing for Galaxy. Yeah, well, hey, you might get a chance to do something with when he has the Miami team. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, Chris, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, could you let the people know where they can follow you on uh, social media? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at um, Chris underscore underscore Durkin, and then on Twitter, Chris Durkin Vera. Uh, thanks a lot for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Best of luck the rest of the season. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today.